0: Our text for today comes from John chapter 14. If you want to go ahead and pull that up uh, in your Bible or uh, open it up in your Bible, uh, Jesus is talking to his disciples prior to his death. It might seem a little strange that we're kind of talking about this conversation after uh, Resurrection Day, uh, but this period between Easter and Pentecost, these uh, 50 days or, or seven weeks, um In the lectionary, the schedule of readings and the schedule of texts that we're following uh, kind of focus on what it looks like to live our faith without the presence of Jesus. And this comes even before in church, uh, uh, the church calendar, even before the presence of the Holy Spirit to accompany us. And so we'll be looking at this this challenge. Uh, Jesus is talking about his physical death, but he's also aware that the disciples are dealing with a different kind of death. The disciples are dealing with the death of their hopes and dreams and aspirations. They're dealing with the fact that their idea of the Messiah is now completely changed and devastated. And so Jesus is addressing those greater fears. And so there's two things that I want to point out in the text, and let me go ahead and give them to you up front, and then we'll read it. The first, troubled hearts are common to all, Uh, uh, not only all of uh, uh, the ages, every generation, every family, but even each one of us go through Mm -hmm. moments when our hearts are troubled. Even Jesus uh, went through moments when his heart was troubled, and so that is A part of what it means to be human is to go through moments when our hearts are troubled but then the second thing is that faith can overcome any fear fears paralyze us fears push us into a corner fears make us want to hide and uh, and run but faith gives us the power and the ability to face whatever our fear is and Jesus is going to walk through that with us today faith isn't just positive thinking it's putting our trust in God because we know with all of our heart soul mind and strength that he is on our side and so we're going to uh, read John chapter 14 uh, verses 1 through 14 Jesus says don't let your hearts be troubled trust in God and trust also in me there's more than enough room in my father's home If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me wherever I am. And you know the way to where I am going. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you are going, and so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is, and from now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father, so why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or at least believe because of the work that you have seen me do. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Don't be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. It's one of the commands that we find at times like this especially difficult because we have a lot to be troubled about. Every time we turn on the TV, we see more news and more depressing and discouraging news about the the, the effects and the consequences of this virus. We see the effect it has on our families and on our our economy. Uh, uh, Each week I hear of more of our brothers and sisters and family members who are struggling with jobs being laid off or, or their restaurant or their store is closing and will not open up again. There is a lot to be troubled about. You know, last week we saw that Jesus was the good shepherd and he was the door. Well, as the good shepherd, he's asking the disciples to follow him. And basically he's saying, follow me. And, and, and Thomas is saying, yeah, but we really don't know where you're going. We don't know what you're doing. We really don't know who you are. Now, I I don't know whether that strikes you as odd after living with Jesus day in and day out for three years, hearing him preach just about every sermon that we have recorded here, that they would say, we really don't know what you're doing. But then for him to answer that concern, to say, okay, so here's how you can know. In my father's house, there are many rooms. And that's where I'm going to prepare a place for you. You know, the the, uh, 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 the, the, um, the idea of the Father's house shows up a couple times in Scripture where Jesus talks about his Father's house. And, but every time it's the temple. Uh, 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 when Jesus went as an adolescent boy and he was there and separated from his parents, didn't you know I had to be in my Father's house? And when he went in and overturned the money tables, uh, the money changers tables, uh, 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 how have you turned my father's house into a den of thieves? This is my father's house. And and so now he's talking about the father's house in a different way. And it's a bit confusing to them. Um, The older translations use the word mansion and it shows up in some of our songs. If we were at sunset and everything was normal, Randy would probably have led mansion robe and a crown. And uh, we would have been enjoying and smiling and singing along with him on that. Well, the word mansion is, it creates a, a specific idea. You know, it, it, the, the idea creates in my mind is the Biltmore House or the Biltmore Estate in Asheville, North Carolina. One of the largest homes or houses in the United States. The Biltmore House has, get this, four acres of floor space. 250 rooms, 35 bedrooms for family and guests, 35, uh, 43 bathrooms, 65 fireplaces, and three full kitchens. At Christmas, they decorate it with 58 Christmas trees. See, that's a mansion. And if that's what's in my mind, that's what I'm going to get when I go to heaven, I think we're going to be a little disappointed. Because the actual Greek word here is just kind of like <laughs> a small place where you spend the night while you're on the way to somewhere else, a rest stop and, and a rest stop doesn't have the same ring as a mansion, does it? Uh, a rest stop robe and a crown will be the next way we sing it. Whenever we get back after the, uh, the, the virus, but back in old English days and when the King James version was translated, mansion meant simply that a place where you spent the night on your way to somewhere else. What Jesus wants us to focus on is not the opulence and the materialism of this new dwelling. What he wants us to focus on is the who, who we're going to be with. We will be with the father. We will be with Jesus and we will be with the Holy spirit. Now last week, Jesus said that he was the door and he was the, the door to life and the abundant life that we talked about. And now he's taking it a bit further. and He says, now I am the way, the way, the door, the resurrection, the life. Throughout the Gospel of John, all these I am's, Jesus takes something that we're afraid about and uses that fear to say, it's me. I'm the answer. I, I, I'm afraid about not having enough food. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. I, I'm afraid of not having enough water. I am the the, the, the water of life. Uh, um, I'm afraid about what's going to happen when I die. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection. You know, when Martha and Jesus are having their conversation, she says, well, I know that someday we have the resurrection and my brother is going to rise up someday. And Jesus says, no, 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 no. Here, now, I am, not I will be, but I am the resurrection. And, And so right now, Jesus is the way. He is the way to life. He is the way to give us this relationship with God. And then Philip blurts out, well, just show us who the Father is and we'll be good. And Jesus, again, expresses. And we can almost hear, and we don't know for sure whether he said it in a little frustration or he just said it uh, thinking about uh, the, the disciples. You know, both Thomas and Philip stand up and admit that they don't have a clue <laughs> and I appreciate about these guys because you know sometimes um, Christians who have been following the Lord for a long time will just kind of nod and smile and say yeah 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 yeah," and have no clue either it reminds me of when I talk to my dad sometimes uh, uh, the last time I was up in DC for his 90th birthday and and I'll be talking to him and he's looking at me and smiling and say, yeah 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 and then I'll ask him a very specific question and he'll say what I said dad have you been following? Well, no, I didn't put my ear hearing aid in. And so, you know, but but he looks like he's engaged and he looks like he's following. And I think sometimes that's what church people do because we're uh, we're afraid to admit that we don't have a clue and we really don't know what Jesus means and we don't know what Jesus is saying. Well, our heroes then are Thomas and Philip because they're willing to say, we don't know where you're going. We don't know what you're doing. We don't know how to see the Father, and that gives us that gives Jesus the opportunity then to explain. Um, you know, you might be one of our newer followers. You might be joining us on this live stream uh, since the coronavirus has hit. And you might be closer to church than you've ever been in your entire life or perhaps in recent years. And if you are, I I just want to, 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 to tell you how happy I am that you're connecting. And I also want to let you know that there's a lot of things about this relationship with God that we really don't have down pat. We're still learning. We're still on this path together. The slogan for the Sunset Church is learning to follow Jesus in our diverse community. We're learning to follow Jesus. We don't have it down pat. We are not necessarily experts, even though we've been doing it for a little while longer than some of you. You know, the end of this passage is really amazing, where Jesus says, you're gonna do things even greater than me. And whatever you ask for in my name, I'm going to do it if it glorifies the Father. Can Jesus really be serious? Can we take this to heart as his true message that we will do? Well, that's the challenge for us. As we go out this next week, is there a way that we can do what Jesus did in this next week? Even with the limitations of the coronavirus and the social distancing, is there a way that we can bless our neighbors and we can bless other individuals? Is there a way that we can be the very presence of God? Because that's what Jesus said. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And we as followers of Christ should be able to say, If you've seen me, you've seen Jesus. And that means you've seen God the Father as well. So think about that for the rest of this day. Dwell on that and let it roll around in your mind. Think about ways where you can be the presence of God and you can be Jesus himself to the people who are in your circle of influence. Thank you for joining in. We are praying for you and with you. Uh, um, If there's a a decision that you've made in your life and there's something that you want to change and you want to talk about it, you you, you need to get in a relationship with God and we can help you. Uh, We would be honored to do so. The phone lines at the Sunset office are open all week long, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Uh, You can call the office or you can call any of us directly on our cell phones, and we would love to talk with you and talk through this. Uh, As we conclude our assembly this morning, um, Paco Perez is here, and he's going to, uh, one of our elders, and he's going to lead us in prayer, uh, and, uh, and then we'll have one last song as we conclude. God bless you, and happy Mother's Day.